0: More rubbish.
1: See ya.
0: It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top story is more than a thousand hardy souls brave the cold to take part in the new world harbour race. The health secretary says she expects the new crop of lawmakers will work better with the government to fight the pandemic and more than 100 people are feared dead after a series of tornadoes in the United States. After a two-year break, the Victoria Harbour Swimming Race took place this morning. Organisers of the New World Harbour Race switched the start and end points and participants swam from Golden Balhenia Square Public Pier in Wan Chai to the end of the Avenue of Stars in Tsim Choi. Sean Kennedy has more. Keith Sin, a 27-year-old full-time athlete, won the men's section. He said it was the sixth time he's taken part and the fourth time he's won. He liked the route change because he was more aware of the spectators and it gave him confidence. He says he's going to train for the Asian Games. Nip Yin, who's also a full-time athlete, won the women's event. Ms Nip said it was her third cross-harbour race and she found it choppier than expected. The popular cross-harbour race is the second large-scale sports event in the SAR to be approved by the government, but entries were slashed by more than 60% because of the pandemic. Organisers said last month that 1,500 swimmers would be able to take part. The last event in 2018 featured 4,000 swimmers. About 1,200 swimmers actually joined today's event. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says Hong Kong will be able to contribute to the global fight against COVID-19 if the legislature works with the administration. Maggie Ho reports.
1: Writing in her blog, Sophia Chan called on people to vote in the revamped LegCo polls next week. The minister said disturbances within LegCo in 2019 had seriously affected governance, making it necessary to improve the electoral system to ensure that only patriots rule Hong Kong. She said improving governance would make it easier to implement the Food and Health Bureau's policy initiatives. She said cooperation between LegCo and the government would help with the implementation of anti-epidemic measures, not just by enabling the SAR to maintain zero cases, but also to contribute to the global fight against the pandemic. The health chief specifically appealed to voters in the medical and health services, catering and agriculture and fisheries sectors to cast their ballots on December nineteenth, so that patriots would work with her bureau to build a better Hong Kong.
0: President Biden has said the federal government will do everything it can to help six American states recover from one of the largest outbreaks of tornadoes in U.S. history. More than 100 people are feared to have died in Kentucky. He says the emergency declaration in Kentucky would speed up the release of federal aid. We still don't know how many lives are lost or the full extent of the damage. But I want to emphasize what I told all the governors. The federal government will do everything everything it can possibly do to help. I've spoken several times a day with the head of FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. I've already deployed emergency response personnel, search and rescue teams, water and other supplies. I also approved the emergency declaration that was requested a couple of hours ago by Governor Bashir of Kentucky. That's going to accelerate federal emergency assistance for Kentucky right now when it's urgently needed. A Supreme Court judge in Brazil has ruled that foreign visitors will need to produce a Covid vaccination certificate in order to enter the country. The BBC's Leonardo Russia has more.
1: The ruling invalidates controversial regulations issued previously by the National Health Agency, who demanded only a negative PCR test for foreigners arriving in Brazil. The Supreme Court judge said it will be impossible for the authorities to check all visitors and prevent the spread of the new Omicron variant during the busy summer season. Exceptions will be made for those coming from countries that have been unable to vaccinate most of their populations. They will need to quarantine on arrival for five years days. The ruling is yet another defeat to the Bolsonaro government, which has repeatedly undermined efforts to control the spread of the coronavirus.
0: A lockdown in Austria ends today for the vaccinated, but the unvaccinated will have to stay at home. Last month, Austria became the first Western European country to reimpose lockdown and make COVID jabs mandatory from February in response to surging daily infections. There have been demonstrations by tens of thousands of people against the government measures for the last four weekends. To the weather forecast, it'll be fine, warm and dry, with a top temperature of about 25 degrees and moderate easterly winds. The outlook may be fine in the next few days, cool in the mornings and dry during the daytime. Currently the observatory, 25 degrees Celsius, humidity at 60%, and please be advised the yellow fire danger warning is currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time's exactly five minutes past one. To sport and in football, Mo Salah's second-half penalty ruined Stephen Gerrard's return to Anfield as Liverpool beat Aston Villa 1-0 in the Premier League. Gerrard captained Liverpool for 12 years, playing in 710 games for the club and was hired as Aston Villa boss just last month. It was always going to be emotional, not just for me, for my family as well. I've tried to contain that. I've tried to focus on the important thing, which is Aston Villa and the team. But of course, there's always going to be emotion around the game. I spent 17 years here as a player. I joined the club at eight years of age. I think everyone on the outside understands and respects that. Liverpool remains second, a point behind leaders Manchester City, who needed their own Raheem Sterling penalty for a 1-0 win over 10-man Wolves. The Midlands club lost Raul Jimenez just before half-time for two yellow card offences within seconds of each other. City were made to work hard for the win. Elsewhere, an injury time Jorginho spot-kick helped Chelsea beat Leeds United 3-2. Cristiano Ronaldo converted a penalty as Manchester United climbed to fifth in the table with a 1-0 win over Norwich, while a 3-0 win over Southampton has seen Arsenal rise into sixth. They did it without captain Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. The Gabon international was dropped by manager Mikel Arteta for an off-field issue.
1: I already said it's a disciplinary bridge and um, I insisted a lot. There are no negotiables in this team, in this club, and applies for um, everybody. And I just want to talk about the team.
0: The four-time African footballer of the year, Samuel Etou, has described being elected the president of the Cameroon Football Federation as one of the proudest moments of his life. The vote was held because in January the Court of Arbitration for Sport annulled the 2018 victory of the then-acting president Seydoun Bombon and Joya. The BBC's Will Ross reports. Samuel Eto'o Feast punched the air and was hugged by jubilant colleagues as he was named the new head of the Cameroonian Football Association, or FECAFOOT. Around the country, people crowded around TV screens to watch the election and celebrated as though he'd scored another goal for the country. Samuel Eto'o has promised to boost the women's game and clean up an organisation that's been riddled with corruption scandals and infighting. The former Barcelona, Inter Milan and Chelsea star will have to hit the ground running. Next month, Cameroon plays host to the continent's biggest tournament, the African Cup of Nations. In boxing, Ireland's Katie Taylor has retained her lightweight world titles with a points victory over Kazakhstan's Firuza Sharapova. She won by unanimous decision after 10 rounds.
1: I usually come out battered and bruised after each fight, so it's nice to come out if I uh, find you unscathed, but there's an awful lot of head clashes in there and it was a scrappy fire time, so I am surprised I came out unscathed.
0: Cricket now and Australia thrashed England by nine wickets to win the first Ashes test at the Gabba in Brisbane. The last time England won at the Gabba was in 1986. Pat Cummins's side was set a target of just 20 for victory after bowling out Joe Root's England for 297, with Nathan Lyon taking four for 91, including his 400th test wicket. England was skittled out for 147 in their first innings, with Australia making 425 in reply. Meanwhile, three West Indies cricket players and a member of the team's backroom staff have tested positive for COVID on arrival in Pakistan and will miss the upcoming limited over-series. Cricket West Indies says left-arm Pacer Sheldon Cottrell, all-rounders Roston Chase and Kyle Mayers and a non-coaching staff member had been, had been fully vaccinated. Cottrell, Chase and Mayers were all included in the squad for a three-match T20 series starting tomorrow. Chase was also selected for the three one-day internationals that follow in Karachi between December the 18th and December the 22nd. In Formula One, Max Verstappen has qualified in pole position for the title-deciding Grand Prix later today. He'll start the race in Abu Dhabi, one place ahead of his title rival Lewis Hamilton. To the NBA, and Reggie Jackson stepped up for the Los Angeles Clippers to give them a 106-104 victory over the Orlando Magic. The Clippers were missing Paul George, but Jackson had nine of his 25 points in the last three minutes. To American football now and University of Alabama quarterback Bryce Young has won the 2021 Heisman Trophy, which is awarded annually to the most outstanding player in American college football. To end the news, the top stories once again. More than a thousand hardy souls brave the cold to take part in the new world harbour race. The health secretary says she expects the new crop of lawmakers will work better with the government to fight the pandemic and more than a 100 people are feared dead after a series of tornadoes in the United States. The news from RTHK.
1: let mm-hmm.